This program is a collaboration of personal opinions and individual free thought. It does not represent the views or narrative of the mainstream corporate media hacks. Viewer discretion is advised. And here we go. From the bell tower, taking a stand for your rights, your liberties, and all the bullshit in between. You're listening to Break the Bell Podcast. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, it's a weekend again, and it is cold as shit out. Yes, the worm has turned. It was... (laughs) 80 degrees like three days ago, yeah, and it was yeah. like 20 degrees this morning or yes, something. It's yeah, I got ridiculous. ice on my deck that's been there for the last two days. Yeah, it snowed yesterday. Yeah. It freaking snowed. Yeah, and like hard. Like uncalled for. Yeah. Like nobody, yes. no weatherman like warned us. I think yes. all weather people should be fired, first they of all. They should, like, for missing that one. First of all, what does one. a weatherman do anymore? Because uh, Computers the, do it all. Computers do right. it all. All they, yeah. like they just like read a printout and then get on and read it. and. Yeah. I feel like if it's something as important as the first no, you should get that right. Like, yeah. we should have at least, like, a three, four, five-day warning. Hey, right. it's going to fucking snow yeah. on Saturday, so be prepared. I so agree. I don't have to wake up after a long night, yeah. uh, wake up the next day, open my blinds up, and see freaking snowflakes yeah. outside. And what were your first words when you saw that snow? What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> that was literally my first... Actually, my... my my wife came in because she got up before me. She's like, it's snowing. I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> like, are you serious? And then my son comes in and he's like, dad, it's snowing. He's like, I know. Go away. <laughs> Go bury yourself in it. <laughs> I hate this shit. I know you. I blame you. You wished I I, I, I you wished all this shit on yes, us. You yeah. actually you told me that. You yeah. blame me. Yeah, yes. you're like, oh, I, I can't wait for snow and blizzards and cold and ice and shit and misery and doom and gloom. And I know. In depression, yeah, that that was you. So it was. Yeah, this is gonna be me for the next like six months. You realize that, right? <laughs> yes. It's like happy yeah. Craig is gone. Like happy summer Craig, <laughs> baseball loving, hot dog eating, yeah. beer drinking, summertime Craig is gone. Yes. And now you get uh, depressed, dark, yes. uh, winter cold. There is no joy in the world. No, there's yes. not. There's no no joy left yes. because it snowed and yes. it is cold. And um, now I just hate everything about <laughs> everything now. So. So come May, the joy will return might, yeah. to the show. Well, <laughs> April is when baseball season kicks okay. back off, so that's probably when it'll come back. But uh, how's everybody doing? It is uh, Sunday night once again, and um, we are here to wrap up your week in the news because so much important stuff has happened, mostly just election stuff, and we've already yeah. kicked that can around way too much. Yes, but but we did not have the, the shining... Of elevator blood flow out of the yeah the, the red wave the yes. massive red wave never we, happened we didn't see that like, never what, happened what happened what it's kind of like uh, Trump's first election when everybody's like oh Clint, Hillary's gonna win with a landslide yeah. and everybody's like what the hell like what are the polls even like yeah. why do we even listen to polls because yeah. we know they don't 
they don't get a good yeah. sample when they poll people. And the only people that are going to these polls are or taking these polls are the people that support the network that is like giving the polls. Right. Like yeah. if it's a CNN poll, it's obviously yeah. going to be Democrats. If it's a Fox News poll, it's obviously going to be Republicans. If it's a Pew Research poll, like what is it? Mostly boomers. Like who takes those <laughs> things? Have you been ever like taken one of these election no, polls? No, I've never had anybody ask me who I wanted to vote for, or who I thought was going to win. Yeah. So, yeah. so who are they polling, and yeah. where are they getting this information yeah. from? Because they are constantly wrong. Yeah. I, constantly. Again, I, I think it's like Rachel Maddow will put up and be like, "Hey." Take our poll on who you think's gonna win, right? Yeah, and you'll get or, like, or Fox will be like, "Hey, take our poll and tell us who you think's gonna win." Maybe they they should offer like free subs- month subscription to their their streaming platform right. or something. So yeah. that's the only way they get people on yeah. their streaming platform. No, I, I I blame the Republicans. I I feel like they phoned it in, man. They thought that it was a given, so they just ran shit candidates. Well, yeah. Look, we had we had Oz, Doctor yeah. Oz, as one of again one of the top watched. Uh, elections this yeah. cycle was the Oz versus the brain dead dude. Yes. Uh, Fetterman. Yes. Snuffleupagus. Yes. It, it's like, how is, like, this is the most watched, most important yeah. election. And it's those two complete dumbasses, yeah. like, complete dumbasses. Yeah. One is like a physical dumbass, and one is just a TV yeah. dumbass. Yeah. And so, and it's like, there's a reason why his show's not on TV anymore. Because yeah. nobody liked him. Uh, does anybody like follow Doctor Oz anymore yeah. to the point where they're like, you know, who'd be a great candidate? Yeah, Doctor Oz. Dr. Oz. People loved him <gasps> yeah. back in the nineties. They're so, like, we're right. gonna run a celebrity. And they're like, oh, oh, is this somebody really yeah. famous? Yes, Doctor Oz. Oh, who? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like from the Wizard of Oz. <laughs> yeah. So, before we get into all this stuff, because I got a little bit of election stuff to cover. Very little, very little. Yeah. Um, we got to mention, obviously, our sponsor, which does not support Dr. Oz or Fetterman, I am sure. Our coffee-loving sponsor, that is Run Your Mouth Coffee, they support free speech, which uh, goes against most candidates in this election cycle. <laughs> yeah, right. Um, Run Your Mouth Coffee makes delicious coffee, first and foremost. Fresh roasted coffee. They deliver it straight to your door. You don't have to put on pants to get your coffee. And they also support free speech, which is something that I support and I think Bill supports, even Mostly, though yes. even though he likes the cold, he still yes. supports well, that, free that's speech. That's part of my free speech to say, hey, I well, like snow. That, that's not free speech we want around <laughs> here, though. We want free speech except your free speech. So, But Run Your Mouth Coffee supports everybody's free even speech. Mine. Even Bill's stupid-ass opinion of the cold and snow. Um, go to rymcoffee.com. Tell them we sent you by using the promo code break the bell. You'll get 10% off your purchase plus free shipping. And that's, that's a freaking awesome deal. Um, get delicious coffee again, support companies that support your rights, such as free speech, support run your mouth coffee. Uh, don't, don't support Starbucks or Folgers or shit. Um, get good coffee first because that's America is good coffee. Uh, the reason America is going downhill is because there's... The, the coffee is going downhill. The quality yes. of coffee is going downhill. So support good coffee. Support your rights. Uh, go to rymcoffee.com. That is all. Make sure you check us out all over the social medias and the interwebs and the, the, the airwaves and everywhere that you find us. Um, you can find us all over the, the social medias at our handle, which is at BreakTheBellPod. We're on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. We have a Facebook forum called the Breaking the Bell Forum. Check that out and you can talk to us. Um, I like to hang out on Twitter. I, I usually 
uh, am the biggest asshole on Twitter. So if you like Twitter, uh, follow us on Twitter yeah, because I've it's fun. I've actually revitalized my relationship with Twitter. Yeah, as you should. Yeah. I was getting it, tired of Instagram. Time. It was getting boring. Yeah, I've never been an Instagram person, yeah. so I'm I'm not a like a, a millennial white girl so right. um i you don't i don't wear your uggs i don't take pictures of my food that often I, unless it's something that i know will make you jealous uh, then i'll true. take a you picture and i'll send that. it to yes. you so i'll be like look what you're missing out bitch <laughs> um all over social media you can find us on all the podcast platforms that we know of anyway if you if you can't find us on a podcast platform let me know and I'll make sure it gets on that platform because we want to be on everything. We yes. want to be everywhere. So if we're not on a social media platform or a podcast platform, let us know. Hit us up and we'll, we will get there. You can find links to all of our social media and all of our store, like our merch store and stuff. You can go to breakthebellpod.com and you can find access to all that shit because um, it's nice, nice central location for everything to be. So, very much so. Uh, check out our merch store, which is freaking awesome. And you'll get awesome merch like uh, uh, the "We I Will Not Eat Your Bugs" shirt, um, the "We Are Not Your Pawns" shirt. We've got logo stuff. We've got our. I still don't have it on this image. The uh, oh, is this shirt even yes. real shirt? Um, so check that out. That's at breakthebell.bigcartel.com. Or again, you can find links to that at breakthebellpod.com. Let's get into the show. You ready? We got to get the election stuff out of the way first, yeah, yeah, obviously. Let's just get it out of the way. Because uh, there, there, there. Little did I know, other stuff did actually happen this week. Right. Yes. Well, they they wanted to not wanted us not to know that stuff. Yeah, because elections, yes. uh, elections, all in your face and shit. Um, <laughs> first and foremost, the Democrats did hold the Senate. Unfortunately. Yes. We well, found I don't that know. Out today, is it didn't unfortunate? We? Fortunate? I I don't know. Just it doesn't matter. Yeah. It's just sad either yeah. way. Yeah, I that just updated today, like a few hours yeah. ago. That I didn't day. have the heart to tell my wife because she was like, "Oh, have you heard anything else about the election?" And that just popped up on my phone. I'm like, "Nope, not yet. Nope." <laughs> you just slide your <laughs> yep. phone back in your pocket. I haven't heard a damn thing. <laughs> yep. But yeah, um, what is with Georgia and Arizona always taking for fucking ever to come up with yeah. the results? It's always I, those two. I think those are the two. It's easiest to cheat in. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently, well, Arizona did have a machine malfunction or something oh, yeah, where they shut right. down for a yes, while the mariposa county which i guess there there's actually a, a real investigation going on there now which they're saying well that was the county last time yeah too, well isn't it's it? a big republican county i guess so so it's like why is this county always getting hit hard yeah. and then georgia is always going into yeah. runoff elections right yes. i don't their rules must be different but it's always like all right waiting on you georgia and georgia's yeah. like actually we're gonna push it back yeah. to december and, and that's the herschel walker state mm -hmm. so yep so Herschel Walker is going to runoff. the runoff. Yes, that's ironic. I, I saw on Twitter. Tell me if this sounds slightly racist. Maybe uh, George Takei is that his name? Takei, take, the guy from Star Trek. Yes, Takei, Takei. There you go. Yeah. Whatever. <laughs> he had posted on Twitter. He's like, "No, Herschel Walker, uh, runoff is not talking about what you did to your kids." Oh, damn. <laughs> Wow. <laughs> yes. I laughed at that. And then I was like, oh, is that racist? I don't know. I, I don't But he did so. run out on his kids. Yeah, but yeah. it's kind of racial stereotype. But is it a stereotype when you're embracing that stereotype? I was going to say, that that, and, I mean, where there is truth behind it. Right? That's what I'm saying. When, yeah. when Herschel yeah. Walker embraces the yeah. stereotype so yes. hard, um, yeah. I, I, and, and it's can, brutal. 
Can an Asian gay man be racist? I don't know. I don't know how that works anymore. The rules are just up in the air That's because true. last month black people couldn't be racist, right. but then Kanye happened yes. and now they can and be Kyrie. racist again. Yes. Yeah. Don't forget those people. So, yes. so yeah, uh, Herschel Walker is going to the runoffs, which is not what he does to his kids, apparently. So, um, <laughs> thank you for clarifying that, Sulu. Did uh, <laughs> Carrie Lake get. Nobody knows yet. They don't know. They, that ha- they, don't, they don't have the numbers okay. yet. All it, right. It's so close, though. It's, so it's close. right. It's right there. So, yes. so it's still going on, and it will be ongoing at least till December. Until with, the Democrats are sure they can win. Yeah. So, <laughs> um, the House is still really tight. Yes. Um, I think yes. last I saw the Republicans had two hundred twelve out of the two eighteen yes. that they need. Yeah. But it, it's and a tight race. Democrats too. are sitting at like two oh seven. And uh, Nancy Pelosi did hint that she will not. Um, if if the Democrats do take the House, she will not um, give up her yes. seat as Speaker of the House. So we yeah. might get a few more years of that cokehead I, I couldn't, woman. I, I don't know if I can handle that, man. No, you don't think so? <laughs> so she might be speaking, trying to speak for a few more years. Mm, so sure. so we got that to look forward to. Now, now let's talk about Pennsylvania because we, we talked about Oz. Yes, Cookie How he, Monster won. Got, Oz got beat out by the freaking Goomba. Yes. The the brain dead got lit. It's like yeah, I like Jello. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I mean we make fun of it. It is a sad situation. We said the same thing about Biden. It's sad to yes. see them propping up this guy that can't really handle yes. this kind of pressure, yeah. political pressure and shit. How how is this their guy? Yeah, yeah. And then on top of that, how did the Republicans fuck up so bad that right. this guy? Beat them yes. so poorly. Yeah, because you remember the debate, Debate, right? They're talking mm-hmm. about Social Security, and, and, and he's like, Oz hates Social Security. And Oz no, is like- No, it's no, a, it's a fact that yeah. you would repeal Social yeah. Security. And Oz is like, I never said yeah. that. He's like, look, if you take the 4% of a very analytical answer, and then he comes back, he's like, no, I will re-say he hates Social Security. It, uh, no, no uh, it's, it's a fact. Yes. Now, I thought- Pennsylvania and the Republicans fact or fucked up bad enough for the Senate, but little did I know how poorly they fucked up for uh, the House, the mm. Pennsylvania Republicans, because apparently, and I, at first when I kept seeing this headline, I thought they were referring to when I kept seeing Twitter posts of a dead guy winning the election. I thought they were talking about brain dead guy, right, right. Uh, Fetterman, yeah. but no, they were talking about literally, literally a dead person. Got reelected to the House by a landslide. This guy died in October, so he's been dead a full fucking month, (laughs) and he won re-election by a landslide. Just to say, the less you say, the better off you are. Yes, less is more, guys. (laughs) Now, um, so what Pennsylvania has apparently is some law where once the first votes, like ballots, are cast, you can't poll the candidate until after the election, and then after the fact. They have to do a special election. It's like, that's kind of a waste of taxpayer yeah, money. Um, but again, what does that say about Republicans when a fucking dead guy wins by a landslide? Like, more people <laughs> had more faith, which I guess in exactly. this situation, I probably would have voted for the dead guy too. Say, yes. I don't care that he's <laughs> a Democrat. <laughs> yeah. He's fucking dead. Yeah. He's going to do more for this country <laughs> yes. than any other candidate in the United States, probably. Yes. So this says uh, Democrats reelect by a landslide in Pennsylvania, even though he is dead. It says a longtime Pennsylvania state representative was reelected in a landslide, even though he died last month. 
Democrat Tony DeLuca, <clears throat> Pennsylvania's longest-serving state representative, and it's that, that time keeps extending, apparently, uh, was the choice in more than 85% of votes cast. I mean, if you look at it this way, the, the way the Republicans make out the elections to be, if you can be dead and vote in elections, you should be able to be dead and run in elections. It's only search, fair. Right? Um, how many dead voters voted for dead representative? <laughs> I, that's I, the real that's question. That's the number I want to see. Yes. Says, uh, was a choice in more than 85%. Wow. That's huge. 85% of uh, the people voted for a dead guy. That's insane. And he was 85 when he died. Wow, I mean, I what are the that. odds? Um, it says he died October 9th from lymphoma, a disease he had twice previously fended off. By the time of his death, he was it was too late to change the ballot or put forth another candidate for his seat. While his opponent, Green candidate, so it's not even Republicans, no, I it's guess. Green. It's Green. Okay. A green party. Uh, green candidate. So Republicans are just like, we're not even going to fucking put yeah, anybody up. It's not up. even worth it. This guy's going to beat it's... anybody we can. <laughs> so, man, that bad, huh? Yeah. Um, green candidate. Quinoa, I don't know, Quiana, I'm just going to say Quinoa, uh, Zara Livingston accounted for more than 14% of the vote. De De Luca's victory has triggered a special election that will be held on a later date. Now, if you're Quinoa, how does that make you feel as a person? (laughs) Right? No shit. (laughs) (laughs) The Democratic... Uh, Pennsylvania House Democratic Campaign Committee said in a tweet, While we're incredibly saddened by the loss of Representative Tony DeLuca, we are proud to see voters continue to show their confidence in him and his commitment to democratic values by re-electing him posthumously. Wow. This isn't the first time a candidate has won an election posthumously. Post, is that how you pronounce that? I, yes. In 2018, brothel owner Dennis Hoff won a seat in Nevada Senate as a Republican despite dying the month before. Unlike in Pennsylvania, however, his victory didn't trigger a special election. Under Nevada state law, county officials could appoint a Republican to take his oh. place. Oh, okay. All that's, right, all right. That seems kind of convenient. It says some blame low voter awareness of current events. No current shit. events such as whether the candidate is alive or not. <laughs> for why candidates get... I mean, shouldn't that have been... The green candidate's like platform for the yeah, last month. Yeah, I think month. I would have pointed that out. It's like vote for me. I'm not dead. <laughs> she probably just thought, or he, I don't know who, don't probably know. just thought it was a given at that point. Like, oh, I guess I'm automatically going to win. Maybe he didn't. Or she, yeah. I don't even know. Whatever quinoa. Yeah. Uh, maybe they didn't even know yeah. he was dead. I, I think I would have made a. I don't know. Yeah, there's no. That's why they need to have debates, right? <laughs> Yeah, I, I want to see that debate. Now to you, Tony. You know, that makes the most sense of anybody I've ever heard <laughs> yeah, okay. this election cycle so far. Well, 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 we do have a time limit. <laughs> no, you need, to, you need to keep that rhetoric down. Yeah. This is getting a little extreme here. So what do you, what do you think of this? I, personally, I say they just let it ride for the next yeah, two years. Right? Just let it, it. It can't hurt. Yeah, right? It can't hurt. It's a given seat. <laughs> right. Democrats would do that, too. It's like, well, do we want to risk yeah. losing the seat when, yeah. I mean, we could just, just this, play this yeah, out. This, we could, this vote is a given. We could prop him up in the chair. Right. I mean, we can we, we've been doing it for with, with Joe Biden for right. how many yeah, years exactly. now? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. That seems to be a, a recurring theme in our elections is that nobody knows when someone's actually dead. <laughs> yes. Yeah. So here, moving on. So that's that's about all the election stuff. It kind of hurts my. I mean, being a a Pittsburgh Steeler fan, right? I mean, that's my one connection to Pennsylvania. Mm-hmm. 
that they've elected a dumbass and a dead a guy. A brain guy dead and a literally yes. dead guy. Yes. That's that's what Pennsylvania has. That, yes. And that says less about the Repu- or the Democrats and more about the Republicans. And it's like, why aren't you right. trying fucking harder? Right. They it was like it should have been a gimme yeah. when when those are the candidates we're working with. But right. apparently the Republicans yeah. are like, We got nothing. Yeah. We got nothing. Dude, he's literally dead. It's like Nah, got, so I got lose, nothing. <laughs> yes. So let's move on. This just popped up to my attention because this just just happened today. Yes. Apparently, Biden's uh, DHS had quit after being told to resign or fire. So this is the guy that's kind of in charge of the border. The borders, right. Fuck up. Yes. So I, I don't even know why this happened. I I just you you sent it to me. Yeah. I'm like, well, let's talk about it. Let's read it and talk about it. it says uh, U.S. Uh, U.S. Customs and Border Commissioner Chris Magnus has quit his position after being asked by DHS head Alejandro Mayorkas uh, top her, to leave or be fired. Man, all the fucking typos in these things. Says, uh, I expressed to him that I felt there was no justification for me to resign when I still care deeply about the work I was doing and felt that the work was focused on the things I was hired to do in the first place. Bring people into the country. Yeah, leaving the doors <laughs> wide open. Yeah, right. yeah what were you hired to do? to do it. <laughs> Magnus, a former police chief who is known as progressive law enforcement leader, said he will not comply with the request. I thought it said he was resigning. He too. Maybe he said that well, first and then changed. To. It says he's being told to fire. Yeah, but I thought it said he resigned after being told to. Yeah. It says, I'm excited about the progress I made and look forward to continuing that work. That said, Mayorkas isn't the only one calling for Magnus's head. Earlier this month, Republican lawmakers demanded his resignation following complaints over his job performance, including reports that he's fallen asleep during meetings. (laughs) Isn't that what Biden does? Yeah. (laughs) Nobody, I mean, he's not quitting, apparently. Right. Oh, he's been snoring, snoring through these. <laughs> Says, I mean, at least Biden was silent. That's true, yes. Says, based on recent report by Politico, U.S. CBP, CBP Commissioner Chris Magnus has been sleeping on the job, literally. It's unacceptable for someone in such a critical position to skip high-level meetings because of his sleep schedule. America's top border official is prioritizing naps over national security. And this is Politico reporting yes. this. Uh, Magnus has been snoring through the skyrocketing border crossings since he got the job. Under his supervision, we've seen record-breaking border crossings month after month, said Representative— Oh, I guess this is Jody Heiss, uh, a Republican from Georgia. So so it's not Politico. She was quoting Politico. Gotcha. Says on Tuesday, Magnus ignored an order from Mayorkas not to attend a meeting. So they're like, you— just set this one out, man. Yeah, we, you, I know you're the head. All the other ones. Yeah, I know you're the head of this, yeah. but you just just sit this one out. And he ignored that, apparently. And, and so that one he decides to show up yes. on. After me making extensive attempts to reach Mayorkas and discuss the matters, I went to the meetings. So after me making, like what kind of grammar is that, dude? Yeah. After making me making ex- extensive attempts to reach Mayorkas and discuss the matter, I went to the meeting so I could engage with the chiefs on various issues and concerns. I also met with Chief Ortiz to see how we might best work together moving forward. And that's all. That's all it that's says. That's all it says? So uh, apparently that- they, what's probably happening is people are pressuring them on the border issues, yeah. and this guy is in the crosshairs. Right. And so they're like, you got to go, bro. Yeah. 
And, and then well, his sleeping on the job doesn't yeah, help. The I was going to say, well, and, and again, he's probably he's doing what he's told he should be doing, mm-hmm. which is let as many people in as you can. And the problem is he's falling asleep at the meetings. So it, it looks bad. Well, I think that's just the excuse they're giving to see yeah. him out the door. It's like, well, you did fall asleep that one time. He's, he's like, like no. it was one fucking yeah. time. Yeah, you kept me up all night. Yeah. <laughs> Joe was sleeping, too. What? Yeah. He wasn't snoring. Yeah. So let's let's move on because this is more important here and saddening at the same time. You see, I'm disgruntled that that it's winter time, Christmas yes. music's playing, Christmas music or movies are going to start airing. I, I, I have been avoiding Christmas music and movies. My kids last night made a big push, like, Yeah, we gotta watch a Christmas movie. I'm like, I can't do it. Not till after Thanksgiving. So well, at least at least you're you've got a little bit of a I head have on principles. your shoulder still. I have a, a couple, not many, but not a couple. Many. Not many. Now, when it comes to principles and asking the question, what the fuck were they thinking? Lindsay Lohan has a Christmas movie coming out. I mean, wow. just when I thought, like Mariah Carey was the worst that could happen every single Christmas, they're like, you know what we need? Like, who's sitting in that freaking marketing firm? And like sitting around the freaking round table, making making suggestions and stuff at Lifetime or whoever's putting sound. They're like, you know, you know, uh, we could do a we could do a Lindsay Lohan mm. Christmas movie. It's like, first of all, right. what has Lindsay Lohan done in the last? I was gonna say ten, twelve I mean, years. Besides, she's a wa- wa- I was gonna say a washed up Disney child star who's more famous for coking up and yeah. Yeah, uh, that's basically it. But apparently, she is going to be in a Christmas movie. Wow, is this a Hallmark movie? It isn't what you hoped it would be. Okay, it's All so right. much more. <laughs> oh, beautiful! Uh, what I hoped it would be is non-existent. Yes. So obviously, it's not what I hoped it would be. Yes. It's much more than that because it exists. Yes, as a thing. It says uh, this is from CNN. So, I mean, this is this of all the stuff going on right now. This is what they decide to cover. So we have to cover it too. As you gaze upon it, dreamy music plays from who knows where, but it doesn't matter. It's a Christmas movie, obviously. Yeah, they always have music. And you feel like you're descending into a magical land, one where actress Lindsay Lohan is actively working again, just as the parent trap gods intended. The troubled years seem like they never happened in the world is exactly how it okay, should be. Oh wait, have you seen the plastic surgery on this chick? I mean, I, I have. She she looks worse than like a, a Barbie. Yes. I mean, she looks horrible with all that plastic surgery. Who's, uh, is it Joan Rivers? She looks like yes. a young Joan Rivers. She does. God damn she it, does. I did this thing again. At least before came... she had plastic surgery, I mean, she was a cute redhead. Yes. And now she looks horrible. So I'm going to try to read it over. There it goes. It disappeared. The freaking bar across the top. It says, this is not heaven, friends. It's Netflix's Falling for Christmas. That's not my thought of heaven is Lindsay no, Lohan no. playing in a Christmas movie. On Netflix? Yes, Netflix. Falling for Christmas, so put that on your list, I guess, of uh, annual traditions from now on. (laughs) What it's about. What we need to know about Sierra Belmont's, which is Lohan's character, her life is summed up perfectly in the opening scene, Falling for Christmas, when her glam squad, what is it, like Mean Girls meets Christmas, (laughs) uh, arrives to her hotel room to do something not immediately obvious to her already perfect curls and watermelon-tinted lips. God, who wrote this? No shit. It doesn't matter that she hashtag woke up like this. (laughs) Sierra's life is about meaningless excess, more of the things you don't need in life, but none of the things you actually do, like interactions with people who wear things like flannel print. (laughs) 
the fuck? No shit. Her father, Jack Wagner, is the owner of a fancy namesake hotel, and he has brought Sierra to the property to integrate her into the family business as the vice president of Atmosphere, a job title she no- acknowledges is about as real as the film's snow. So, so basically, rich girl, daddy yes. gives her this made-up title so yes. she might make something like in life, Paris Hilton which type. is kind of... What they did to Lohan by giving her this movie is make up this made-up part for her. Did her her dad make this movie? Probably. Bacon-hating Sierra soon finds herself on a mountaintop with her influencer boyfriend, Tad, who is George Young, I guess. I don't know who that is. I don't either. Who proposes with a ring that's quadruple the size of of a normal person's I'm sorry, Diamond. But before they can get back onto the snowmobile, the weather takes a quick turn for the stormy, and Sierra and Tad are tossed down opposite sides of the snowy apex on which their dreams were about to come true. Sierra wakes in the hospital, rescued by a struggling bed and breakfast owner, played by Glee alum Cord Overstreet. Is that a name? (laughs) Who, in this role, shows off that he's now old enough to grow a single dad's scruff beard. The hospital, let's say nothing of its subpar rural health care, released Sierra, now a nameless amnesia. So she gets amnesia. Oh, it's one of those It's movies. overboard. It's yeah. fucking overboard with Kurt Russell and Goldie Hawn, except for on a or, mountain. Or uh, what's the the Jim Carrey one? The Majestic? Oh, I didn't see when, that one. When he, like, he, like crashes off a bridge okay. and then gets amnesia and then yeah. goes and runs like a movie theater. Yeah, that's, that's all. I mean, it's, sure. a, it's a fucking... Typical Hallmark yeah, yeah. Christmas movie. Absolutely no originality, no, no creativity. Why plot holes don't matter? Because it's, it's a Christmas a, movie. With Lindsay Lohan. <laughs> Falling for Christmas is so much bigger than its crater-like plot holes. <laughs> it's a joyful reminder that you don't need to lose your memory to remember how precious fresh starts are. All right, I don't need to read anymore. I, I get yeah, the. Yeah. I thought maybe when they're like, it's not what you think it is. It's, it's exactly more, what yeah, I think it is. Yeah. It's a terrible, shitty Christmas movie, yep. and it features Lindsay Lohan. Yes. Therefore, it's that much shittier. Yes. So, uh, are you putting this on your list of movies to see? I'm I, probably going to skip it. I, I feel like yeah. we have to watch it now, though. <laughs> Should we do a special screening? <laughs> yes, yes, we have to do like, like uh, what do they call that where everybody watches it? Like, yes. uh, I can't think of what it's called. You know what I'm talking yeah, about. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. Yeah. We need to Mystery Theater 3000 it. Yes. We're, we're, <laughs> gotta watch this one. This is a banger, guys. Uh, <laughs> Lindsay Lohan in typical... White girl, yes. Uh, Christmas movie. It's it's gonna be the next Elf, I think. Absolutely, <laughs> of course. The, next, it's a Wonderful Life. Yeah. It's it's gonna be a cl- instant classic, Christmas classic <laughs> that everybody must see every year from now on. Had to bring that up because again, it's classic. Yes. What the and, hell were they thinking? And who doesn't love a good Lindsay Lohan story, right? Me. <laughs> I don't love any of them. The only one I really I did like. The Parent Trap when she was like a, a oh, kid. Sure, that sure. was an interesting re. I mean, they yeah. for a remake it turned out pretty good. Yeah, and that had uh wasn't that Dennis Quaid was in that too. Yeah, and yeah. I like Dennis Quaid. Yeah. So, um, then she was in the like fourth remake of uh, Freaky Friday. Yeah, my daughter likes that one. That was all right because yeah. Jamie Lee uh, Curtis. Uh, Jamie Lee yeah. Curtis did, did the the majority of that. Yeah. Made it a good. A good movie. Yeah. Oh, we got comments. Oh, nice. Oh, it's our oh, sex, hey. sex find XYZ. Beautiful girls nice. here. Thank you for commenting, yes. Sex Find XYZ. Wouldn't be a Christmas without. <laughs> yes. <laughs> All right. Uh, also, in the news of what the fuck were they thinking? Uh, 
And again, what were the marketers thinking? What like how did this make it to the airwaves <laughs> past the the round table? How'd that guy not end up like the meme where the guy's getting thrown out the window yes. during the, the business meeting? KFC. KFC has long been in like their marketing campaigns always border on the line of what the hell. Like you remember that like sexy like chicken dance one? Yeah. Oh yeah. That was yeah. that was just freaking weird. Yeah. Apparently KFC in Germany uh this week put out an ad commemorating Kristallnacht or the night that uh like a bunch of Jews were like killed in Germany in Nazi Germany. <laughs> do, do they have like clip of the commercial? <laughs> I I think it was a Twitter post maybe. Oh okay. This says KFC apologizes for mo- pr- for promotion that tells Germans to mark Kristallnacht with crispy chicken. <laughs> <laughs> Were they just like oh, God, sitting around like in their <laughs> like probably American office and they're just like flipping through like calendar like Yeah. Uh well I I'm in charge of Germany this month. Let's flip through the calendar. What's a good what what's a German holiday? And they're just like, oh Kristallnacht. That yeah, sounds similar to, to Christmas. Christmas. It's Chris, Christmas, crispy. Yeah, you know, like Christmas we we Nacht, can do something with Nacht this. Nacht is night in German. That must be Crystal Night. <laughs> yes, <laughs> we can do something with this. <laughs> Says KFC apologizes after promoting a menu item as a way to commemorate Crystal Nacht, the 1938 attack by Nazis on Jews, viewed by many as the start of the Holocaust. <laughs> here's here's the translation. BBC translated this. This is the ad. It's Memorial Day for Kristallnacht. Treat yourself with more tender cheese on your crispy chicken. Now at KF Cheese. <laughs> that's that's the ad. <laughs> hey guys, it's Kristallnacht. Put more cheese on your your chicken. <laughs> what like where does that even fit in? The... First of all, who puts cheese on their chicken? Uh, Germans apparently. Apparently, okay. I mean, there's a reason they wa- lost World War II. They're putting cheese on their right? freaking fried chicken. Jeez. Soon after, three different screenshots of KFC's notification were posted on Twitter, drawing strong rebukes on social media. Absolutely hideous, tweeted Daniel Sugarman, director of public affairs for the Board of Deputies of British Jews. Utterly speechless and repulsed, tweeted Arsen Ostrovsky, head of International Legal Forum, a pro-Israel legal organization. Uh, Daniel Sugarman said, in a successful attempt to outdo BrewDog in the worst marketing blunder of the month. I want to know what BrewDog was. Yeah, right. Uh, in the worst marketing uh, blunder of the month stakes, KFC Germany reportedly sent out a push notification offering customers special chicken deals for Kristallnacht before sending another message apologizing. Absolutely hideous. I want to know what the translation for their, their apology is. <laughs> so, oh, oh, here we go. Roughly an hour later, KFC followed with a retraction of sorts with an all-caps alert saying, Sorry, we made a mistake. So they're yelling it. Guys, we're fucking sorry. We didn't know. Here, here it is. Because of a system error, we sent an incorrect and inappropriate alert on our app. System alert. What did they do? Maybe, Maybe they're just, you know... Actually, it could have been a system error because maybe in all the co- across the countries they just 
like have the computer select the holiday of choice at the time and they there push it like for us it would be like uh happy halloween put yeah. cheese on your chicken there you go. and for them it was yeah. like happy uh crystal knock there put cheese on your chicken happy veterans day yeah yeah Tell i mean it's on your chicken very easily could have been like some sure. uh, uh app that just algorithm that just okay. picked holiday of choice in this country right now, so they just threw on the holiday around that time, and it just happened to be cr- so. So maybe it was a system error, but <laughs> guys, do fucking better. We are very sorry. We will check our internal processes immediately so this doesn't happen again. I mean, we can understand how that could be an error, but do you think anybody else buys that shit? No, no, no. Owned by Yum Brands, KFC told CBS Money Watch in an email statement. Uh, an automated push notification had been accidentally issued containing an unplanned, insensitive, and unacceptable message. The company said it uses a semi-automated content creation process linked to calendars. There you go. See? Exactly what we thought. So it links it to calendars and then just throws that, the the closest holiday on their freaking thing. And it's like, man, you got you got to check this thing out a little more thoroughly. Inspect your shit a little bit better. Um, you didn't think maybe this wasn't going to be a good idea. I don't know. I don't know. Guess what day it is? Commemorate Crystal Knocked with, with extra cheese? crispy chicken. <laughs> it's fantastic. It's absolutely fantastic. I mean, it's terrible, it's, but it's fantastic. Yes. Best best advertisement I've seen all year. <laughs> Absolutely, hands down. I mean, Kanye West lo- went out and right. ate mass quantities of cheesy chicken that day. <laughs> so did Kyrie, obviously, because they're both anti-Semites. Right. <sighs> Let's move on. This one's not as funny. This one's kind of sad. Yes. Um, You ever been to an air show? I have, yeah. Do you ever, are you as dark as me where you're like, I wonder if two planes are going to crash this. It's like going to a hockey game and hoping that there's a fight. It's not that I'm hoping two will collide. It's just like. But you plan for it, right? I mean, to this day, every time I drive past the airport and see planes landing, I think to myself, I wonder if that plane's going to. Whenever I'm on a plane, I'm I'm always looking out the window to see Mm -hmm. if there's a plane that's going to crash. And hopefully it's not yours. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Apparently, two World War II, like vintage Antique airplanes collided in midair during this air show in uh, Texas over the weekend. And it, mm. I mean, it was it was bad. It sounds bad. I'm going to try to play the video. Hopefully it works out better than last week when we tried to play videos. Oh, yes. Oh, it's, it's looking promising. A spinning wheel. Uh, okay. I'm not even going to try because it's, it's doing what it was last week. Okay, okay. Uh, my computer is a piece of shit. So so yeah this 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 plane crashes these planes crash into each other and I mean that would be can you imagine being a little kid there Oh no not at all like uh hey um hey let's go watch this awesome fun thing together guys and all of a sudden uh these two planes just explode yeah. in midair in front of you Whenever you have like this this high you know like extreme hazardous you know Sport because that's what it is basically. Right. I mean, playing games, yeah. playing games. Every so often, you're you're gonna have issues, you know. Now, yeah, um, I went to an air show when I was younger, and you'd see the planes like basically come all the way down to the ground mm. and go back up. And I've always thought it's like you know one of these days, yeah. their their wheels gonna catch something or something's gonna happen. So it says six people are dead after two World War II era military planes collided 
uh, midair at Dallas Executive Airport during an air show Saturday afternoon, mm. killing all on board, <clears throat> the Dallas County Medical Examiner's Office said Sunday. We can confirm there are six fatalities. Well, I mean, if you saw the explosion, there's no way anybody... And there's yeah. giant pieces of wow. plane just everywhere. Um, it says, in the video footage of the crash that was described by the Dallas mayor as heartbreaking, the planes are seen breaking apart in midair after the collision, then hitting the ground within seconds before bursting into flames. So there's mm. there's the, the smoke. Aftermath. Yeah, the plume of smoke after the fact. Um, what was known about the crew members? I, I don't want to get into all yeah. the crew members. I want right. to know if they say how it happened. It was a B-17 okay. and um, a P-63, which is really rare, apparently. Mm-hmm. It says there's only 14 examples known to have survived World War II, four of which were in the U.S. that are airworthy, including one owned by the Commemorative Air Force. More than 12,000 B-17s were produced by Boeing between 36 and 45, with nearly 5,000 lost during the war. About 3,300 people, blah, 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 all these facts and stuff. Um, looks like they're, the FAA is launching an investigation into the crash, but the NTSB took over. I don't know, even know what that is. I was going to say, what's um, the NTSB? Once its team reached the scene. The agency said at a news conference, the team dispatched by the NTSB consists of technical experts who are regularly sent to plane crash sites to investigate the collision. Our team methodically and systematically reviews all evidence and considers all potential factors, blah, blah, blah. It sounds like they don't really know anything. Yeah. Um, It says neither was equipped with a black box, so they won't have any flight data. Um, So... So that's out the window, which I was wondering if, because they're so old, they wouldn't have been equipped with that to start with. But did they put them in it after the fact? But apparently, apparently not. Yeah. Um, It made a full investigation may last 12 to 18 months before the final report is released. So sad, sad, very sad. But I don't know. Again, you're playing with fire every time you you uh, fly those things so damn close to each other. I mean, it's just like any stunt driver, stunt flyer. Yeah. I mean, yeah, it's just you're playing with fire. Right. So let, let's move on. Let's move to the warmongers because we haven't talked about the warmongers in a while. We haven't talked about Ukraine in a while. Thank God. Um, apparently, uh, Zelensky, who obviously loves war, um, is giving a joint pro-war presentation with none other than warmonger George W. Yes. Bush. And you sent me a video clip earlier in the week that of like, a, it seemed like a soap opera type thing of Sean Penn giving <laughs> Zelensky his award. Well, that's some bullshit because Sean Penn yeah. said he was going to smelt his freaking award. Right, Remember yeah, that? And yeah. then, yeah, so then when he's giving it, presenting it to Zelensky, I'm like, First of all, this is hilarious because we all say that Zelensky's just a fucking actor anyway, right. so you're just giving him an Actors Guild award. Second of all, you're full of shit because you said you're going to you're going yeah. to melt your award down, <clears throat> and you never did that. So yeah. if uh, yeah, you're just your bullshit is showing. And yeah, yeah that, was, that was so stupid. It was like multi-cam view. Yeah. It was all like so fake and yeah. so produced. Yeah, it was just like this is <laughs> this is so stupid. And leave it up to Sean Penn to try to get back in the news. Absolutely. But it says war criminal George W. Bush and Ukrainian President Volodymyr Zelensky will be appearing at an event next week at the G.W. Bush Presidential Center in partnership with U.S. government-funded narrative management operations Freedom House and National Endowment for Democracy, our favorite, one of our favorite 
uh, alphabet agencies. Yes. <coughs> the, the goal of the presentation will reportedly be to address the completely fictional and imaginary concern <laughs> that congressional Republicans won't continue supporting the U.S. proxy war efforts in Ukraine. So basically, basically, uh, people were worried, hey, if Republicans take over, um, we're going to stop right. supporting the war. Well, GW is there oh, to yeah. to reassure to them that sure. no, no, uh, the Republicans have no intention no. Our, of stopping our this war. Our is is straight, and we will not stop. We the got support of this war. Did, he's like, did you find WMDs there? Because I couldn't find. I tried. I tried really hard to find WMDs. Try, try that angle because yeah. people really try, go for that. Try just saying WMDs. You'll get everybody's support if you mention the phrase WM. I don't even know what WMD stands for, yeah. but I know that when I say when I say WMDs, people people lose their minds and they support the wars when you yeah. say WMDs. So I, I imagine like like Zelensky like walking up, you know, and GW sitting off and and he's like Zelensky and he's like GW, you son of a bitch and they go up and do this like predator like <laughs> yes, focus obviously. on their biceps, you know? Yes. <laughs> it's like, boy, I thought I thought I had the market cornered in in <laughs> yeah. fake wars, but man, you're doing a bang up job <laughs> yeah. over there. <laughs> Former U.S. President G.W. Bush will hold a public conversation with Ukrainian President Volodymyr Zelensky. This is according to CNN. Mm. Next week, with the aim of underscoring the importance of U.S. continuing to support the Ukrainian war effort against Russia. The event will take place in Dallas and be open to the public. <laughs> Comes amid questions about the willingness of the president or the former president's Republican Party to maintain support for Ukraine. Ukraine is the front line in the struggle for freedom and democracy. Is this Bush? Nope, it's David Kramer. I can't do my George Bush voice for this. It's literally under attack as we speak, and it's vitally important that the United States provide the assistance militarily, military and otherwise to help Ukraine defend itself. President Bush believes in standing with Ukraine. Of course he does. The struggle for freedom event will take... Can you imagine that? Like... That name alone, it's yeah. like, well, we yeah. gotta come up with a name. It's gotta have freedom in it. Yeah, we we gotta have a name that just just pulls yeah. at their heartstrings and make. Like, we have to support this because the struggle for freedom is oh real. God. It will take place Wednesday in partnership with the Freedom House and the National Endowment for Democracy at the GW Presidential Center. Mm. To be clear, there is absolutely no reality-based reason to believe Republicans will meaningfully shy away from the full-scale oh, support no. for arming and assisting the Ukrainian military. The proxy war has only an, impo an impotent minority of opposition in the party, and every bill to fund it has passed with overwhelming bipartisan oh, support. Yeah. Some MAGA Republicans have claimed that funding the war would stop if the GOP won the midterm elections. Yeah, we all know that's bullshit. Right. But they were lying. There was never the slightest chance of that happening. Right. Bush, you may remember, drew headlines and laughter earlier this year with his Freudian confession in which he accused Vladimir Putin of launching a wholly unjustified and brutal invasion of Iraq. I mean, uh, I mean, uh, Ukraine. <laughs> you remember that one? Yeah, I remember that. The fact that the president, who launched a full-scale ground invasion which destabilized the entire region and led to the deaths of over a million people, is now narrative or is now narrative managing for the U.S. empire's current aggressively propagandized intervention says everything about the nature of this war. Right. Also appearing with Bush will be leader who's slated to become the face of the U.S. empire's next proxy war. <laughs> 
say England of Taiwan. Oh, yes. So so we're going to get Taiwan leader, we're going to get GW, yeah. and we're going to get Zelensky, and they're all going to talk about oh, the yeah. importance of war. Yeah. I, I almost feel like, you know, it's almost like a, uh, you know, Comic-Con where they show, like, all the great mm. movies coming up in the future. Coming soon, Taiwan. Well, they got, they're like, like the classics. Yeah. The classics, GW, oh, yeah. the classic right. proxy Iraq. war. Absolutely. We've got like what's happening happening now. Yeah, Ukraine. Like, feet now featuring war in Ukraine. And then it's like, uh, stand by next summer. Yes. <laughs> the blockbuster you've been waiting for. <laughs> yes, war in Taiwan. <laughs> Apparently, GW is making us rounds, though, because um, also in the news, GW was like oh, doing back to back conferences with. Uh, Barry Obama mm. on the importance of democracy on on democracy and disinformation. You, you know that GW and Michelle Obama are besties. Are they? Yes, they are very very close. I did not know. Yes, that. yes, they have bonded over a number of things, and Weird. they are they are very close friends. Did he like paint her or something? <laughs> oh um, God, like, like new painting shit. <laughs> paint me like one of your French girls, <laughs> GW. Except, except we, she won't ever let let that get out in the public because no. then we will know the yes. truth about yes. he, he painted dick cheney and now he's painting <laughs> michelle's michelle's dick because <laughs> th- this one here says gw and barack obama hold back-to-back conferences this week focusing on democracy and disinformation i mean that that's ironic in itself yeah gw and barack obama hosting a conference on first of all disinformation yeah he was like the OG of election fraud. Yes. Like, uh, oh, yeah, he was famous for the whole Florida move. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, GW's executive director, who is working with the former president on Democracy and Disinformation Conference, is David J. Kramer, who's famous for promoting the Trump Russia dossier. Um, it says former President GW and Barack Obama are holding back to back democracy conferences in the days after Donald Trump makes what he teased will be a major announcement. So so he's going to probably come out and say, guys, I'm running for the biggest uh, position in the land. I'm running for president again. I know that's shocking. It was shocking to me and it's shocking to you, but I'm going to do it. And then GW and Barack Obama are going to come out and be like, guys, we need to focus on democracy. And mis- it's, it, it's all just fucking political yeah. posturing. And it is. It's, we're already preparing for 2024, and the shit is going to start early. Yes, I even saw a po- uh, an article uh, when I was looking for stuff to talk about today. It was just like the Republicans need to have an earlier approach to the 2024 election. It's like, man, they're planning on fucking starting oh, uh, earlier. I told you that. I told you that that this election cycle was not going to stop. They were going to go from this right directly into, into the, the next. presidential. Yeah, it's yes. freaking. I mean, insane. I already saw. I read something about how Pelosi's saying that Biden is poised to announce that he's going to rerun after the, they win the Senate. That's that's gross. Yeah. I, I yeah. It's it's never ending anymore. Yeah. It's it's gotten no, to the point is. where it's like, "All right, this one's over." It's not even over. It's just like, oh, yeah. "Let's just blend how how did 2022 how does that affect 2024?" And it's just like the same talking points just mm-hmm. continue on and we just yeah. we don't even get a breath of fresh no. air anymore. No. So, GW, I thought yes. I thought he was gone. He's here. No. He's back for no, good. He's not going away. And he's partnered up with Barry O. Yes, um, Barry to, o. to battle Donald the the infamous Donald Trump. Yes. So, yes. 
I want to just give them all freaking like swords, like samurai swords, and let, let them, them fight, fight it. Yes. Yeah, let them fight it out in an arena. Yes. And whichever one wins, they can be president again. Yes. If Barack Obama wants to be president for a third time, you better win the damn fight. Right. Donald Trump, I don't know if he can hold the sword with his tiny hands, yeah. but but I I mean I would love to see that, yeah. and I would. I would just gladly get. I mean, there's no election fraud when you just let them all fight it out with samurai swords. Yeah. Well, don't, don't forget, don't forget, Bill Clinton's in there. Oh yeah. Well, he's not. He. They're, they're like Bill. Bill. We, we said samurai sword. They put that thing away. <laughs> that's not what we were talking about. I know you call that your samurai sword, but that's not what we were talking about. You said bring your weapon. <laughs> <laughs> oh, gross. So. Last thing in the news, you sent me this. Yeah. This is from the Times of Israel. Apparently, uh, multi-faith leaders are gathering in Israel and around the world for climate repentance. What is climate like? Yes. Are, are they apologizing to the climate? Are they apologizing to Greta Thunberg? Who are they <laughs> apologizing to? Yes, I, I think they're, they're apologizing to God. Oh, they are... Uh, Meeting on Mount Sinai. This yes. is going to be, you know, this yes. is going to be the if if the Antichrist is real, this is going to be the resurrection of the right? Antichrist. Absolutely. It's like they're yeah. setting this shit up. Absolutely, Jews to join forces with Muslims, Christians, Hindus, and Buddhists, citing security concerns. Egypt refuses to let the event be held. Oh, they're Egypt's uh, refusing to let it be held on right. Mount Sinai. They wanted to do it on Mount yeah. Sinai, and Egypt's like. I don't want anything to yeah, do with that right, shit. Yeah, that, that sounds like a nuke waiting that to happen. That sounds like <laughs> so many problems. <laughs> Says Jews, Muslims, Christians, Hindus, and Buddhists from Israel, Egypt, the U.S., India, Spain, and the U.K. plan to gather Sunday around the world to call on global leaders to act for climate repentance and to implement 10 climate principles. The events plan to take place in Jerusalem, London, the Egyptian resort of Sharm el-Sheikh and other locations are timed to coincide with the United Nations COP27 climate conference. Which is this week or next week? Uh, which ends November 18th, okay. so um, it's probably happening right now. Yeah. London's event will be held at the foot of Parliament Hill. Among the faith leaders expected to participate are uh, ecumenical patriarch Bartholomew of Constantinople, or Istanbul, which is Constantinople. Constantinople, yeah. <laughs> Swami Chidanand, sorry, they're they're killing me here. Saraswati from India. I'm just call him Swami. Imam Faisal Abdul Rauf from the U.S. Rauf, Iman Rauf. Yes, and Rabbi or Rauf, not Ralph. Rauf, Rauf, and Rabbi Jonathan Wittenberg from London. Mm. Ecumenical Patriarch Bartholomew. Who is also known as the Green Patriarch due to his dedication to environmental issues, released a statement ahead of the event decrying the abuse of nature and the exploitation of its resources as a sin against God, the Creator, and the gift of creation. The events are being organized by Rabbi Yonatan Narol's Interfaith Center for Sustainable Development, the Elijah Elijah Interfaith Institute, and the Adam Tava Vadin Environmental Advocacy Organization. All Israel-based organizations. Interesting. Mm-hmm. I'm just going to say interesting because I can't say anything else yes. because right. it, it's interesting. The original plan was to hold a large event at Jabal Musa, believed by many to be the biblical Mount Sinai, where Moses received the Ten Commandments 
receive the Ten Commandments. Uh, but the Egyptian government refused to allow it, citing security reasons. Here's the Ten Principles that we get to look forward to. All right. And I heard these are supposed to be like the New Commandments. The Ten Principles. Yeah, I didn't even think about that. Yeah. The Ten Commandments for climate change. Yes. The Ten Principles for climate repentance that God... Uh, emblazoned onto stone tablets on Mount Sinai, but Egypt was like, nope, sorry, uh, security concerns. Sorry, God, can you emblazon those somewhere else? Because I don't want that That shit here. That a security nightmare. Yes. So here are the 10 principles for climate repentance. Okay. Number one, we are stewards of this world. Okay. I I can get on with that. I I can get on board with that. Number two, creation manifests divinity. So, yeah, creation, like, manifest God, or whichever whichever God you're... you're yeah, divinity. I, I would say divinity manifests creation. Well, uh, divinity is manifested in creation, I think, is what they're getting for here. Right. Creation... Maybe yeah, evident so, in creation. I don't know. Maybe. All right. Yeah. That is weird how they worded that. that it's is... almost like creation... Well, there's no such thing as creation if there's not the divine. It's right. not a creation. But creation manifests the divinity. Right. So God comes from creation. That's almost uh, what it sounds like. Yeah. Number three, everything in life is inter- interconnected. Okay. Okay. I can Circle get on. of life. That's yes. Lion King shit. Number four, do no harm. All right. That's a pretty libertarian yeah. principle. Yeah. Um, number five, look after tomorrow. Number six, rise above ego for our world. Yeah, tell everybody else that. <laughs> These are probably the most egotistical say, people. Yes, to to come together and be like, "This is the word of creation, yeah. which manifests God, and we are speaking it." We're probably flying in on private jets to have this yeah, meeting. Right. Number seven, change our inner climate. What does that mean? Uh, change to like like man in the mirror type shit. Oh, Michael Jackson okay. said that. All they right. just stole that right out of wow. Michael Jackson's freaking journal. Number eight, repent and return. Number nine, every action matters. And number 10, use mind, open heart. Sounds like some cryptic Yoda shit. Yeah, this is all so, like, fucking vague. Like, yeah. you could put this on anything. Yeah. It's like, um, hey, guys, we're... Let's th- put that... We, you could take each of those and put them in a fortune cookie. Yeah, you, <laughs> you could. <laughs> Most of them, you could put, like, on, like, a wall in a college campus. Yeah. And just, like, minus maybe the divinity part, but yeah. even that is very... You, you know what this is... Is this is Ten Commandments for the TikTok generation? It is. It really yeah. is. It's it, it's like super short and vague and yeah, it, it can mean whatever you want it yeah. to mean, right? <laughs> just like how yeah. God is viewed. Just like, God yeah, is man. whoever you want it is. Like, the commandments are whatever you want them to be. Manage your inner climate, dude. Like do no harm, bro. Right. <laughs> look after tomorrow. I mean, because uh, tomorrow can't look after itself. <laughs> I mean, first of all, look after tomorrow is completely anti-biblical. Right. Absolutely. Because it. Basically, the Bible, not basically, the Bible does say, like, don't worry about tomorrow, worry about tomorrow, will worry, worry about, about itself. itself. Right. Don't worry about yesterday because it's gone. Don't worry yeah. about tomorrow because yeah. it'll worry about itself. Fucking worry about today. Exactly. Um, and so, but apparently now we have to look after tomorrow. Mm. Um, change your inner climate. If you want to change the, the, the climate around you first, you got to change your inner climate, bro. <laughs> 
It's so vague. Again, yeah. you could print this on anything. Any yeah. handbook for most businesses, any like yoga right. studio. Little cat poster hanging from the Yeah, the, the <laughs> freaking uh, motivational yeah. posters. Yeah. Any church wall, any, I don't know, like a doctor's office right. or you, you could put look after tomorrow. It's like, <laughs> oh, that's, that's, that's profound. Really, yeah, that's really deep. Yes. And so those are the 10 commandments of climate repentance. So what do you think of this? Is there something? Is this something we should keep an eye out for? Because it's just weird to me that I, all these leaders yeah. of all these religions are coming together and being like, "Guys, we got to, yeah, repent." I, I to could see the climate. Yes, you know, kind of how churches have have kind of um, really embraced. surrounded the embraced the LGBT. Like and the green climate, right? And, and the green, and, yeah. but this I think just cements that even more. Oh, yeah. So yeah, yeah. You know, I, I'm sure the Pope has a statement somewhere out there. He's like, "Hey, I couldn't be there, but I so totally support what they're yeah. doing." Yeah. Right? So yeah, they. I don't know. It's it's going to be a public embracing by all the world religions of yeah. the green agenda of yeah. the basically the the. Uh, the great reset yeah. type mentality right. and right. now all religions yeah. can collectively say we well, are on board with this guys I mean, because we want to look after tomorrow we are almost seven years from the 2030 date yeah right so they really got to start kicking things up yeah right? and we got to get the religions involved absolutely because that'll get I mean, people going yeah that'll get the rest of us roped yeah. in so so I, that was really interesting it comes from the times of israel i'm gonna keep my eye out on that because yeah. this is happening um when did it say? The events planned to take place in Jerusalem, all the places. Time to coincide with the United Nations COP climate conference yep. being held in Egypt, which ends November 18th. So it wasn't a it wasn't a friggin' security risk for Egypt to host the climate yeah. conference, but when it came to this, they're like, right. nah. Yeah. The religious stuff, it's like, yeah, we're not, no. Nah, we're not gonna, yeah. nah, nah. <laughs> <laughs> Let's just not. <laughs> Papa always says, "Don't host religion and politics." We already got politics. We got to stay away from yes, the religion. Exactly. So that's all I got for this week. You got anything to add? Um. So um, we had talked briefly, I think, last week about the Kyrie Irving thing. Yes. So interestingly enough, um, apparently there was a mass letter by a bunch of celebrities to Barnes and Noble and Jeff Bezos saying, "Hey, you need to take this book and movie." Off. Well, they they're only doing that because they realize Kyrie was right when he's like, "It's on a public platform." Right. Yeah. Why are you mad yeah. at me? They have it on their platform, and yeah. me, I'm just like, Kyrie, shut the fuck up. Yeah. Right. Right. I yeah. want to watch this. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, yeah. I, do you think they do it? Is I don't think they will. No. I don't think they will. I think they'll keep it on there. I mean, and I, they'll just put like some kind of disclaimer, oh, you know, yeah. like they do with Peter Pan now, yeah. and be like, "Hey, this may be culturally insensitive. Just <laughs> right. a warning." This may be riddled with hate speech, just yeah. just to warn you. But yeah, so I, I makes me want to watch it even more yeah. now that they're pushing I, I bought so the hard book. against it. All so, right, well, um, when it comes in, yeah, let me. We'll have to do a show about. It. <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> See how long we last on YouTube. <laughs> That's all the time we have for this week. Weekend's almost over. I would yes. say enjoy it, but it's cold as fuck out, so you're probably not going to enjoy it anyway, unless you're in like the southern states or like. Uh, Actually, my my South dad's America. in Alabama, and he said that it is it's really cold down there as yeah, well. well. But really cold in Alabama is like 67. Well, that's true. But but he did say it was like in the 30s. Oh God. So. 
Talk about global warming, man. Right? We fucked up everything. <laughs> Hopefully these religious leaders do a good job. Right? Because Iman, we... Ralph, come on, man. Help us out. <laughs> right, exactly. Enjoy the rest of your weekend. Try to stay warm. Try to stay inside and, and cozy. Um, make sure you check out Tomorrow Night is our main episode, live, 7 p.m. Central Standard Time, just like every Monday night. Be there. Join us live for that because it's more fun when we have more people involved. Absolutely. So show up for that. Don't know what we're talking about yet, but it will be a banger as always. As always. Uh, check us out all over social media. Share us far and wide um, at our handle, which is at Break the Bell Pod. Share us across the webs because that's how we be get to do bigger and better things. Um, re- our, spread our reach out so we can reach out to m- more people and... Uh, uh, piss them off as much as we piss you off. So if we're lucky, if we're lucky, have a great rest of your weekend. We will catch you tomorrow night. Peace. Goodbye. The Break the Bell podcast is brought to you by you. So pat yourself on the back because without you, we would be talking to ourselves. A special thanks to our Patreon members: Justin Zelinsky, Remzo Martinez, Stephanie Parker, and Tio Jacobson. A shout out to our sponsors. Run Your Mouth Coffee, the On The Run Podcast, and Goulash Media. If you'd like to help support us, visit patreon.com slash breakthebell or buy our garbage at breakthebell.bigcartel.com. Get back here next week and let us continue to invade your ear holes. And as always, never stop talking.